It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Uh, Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome, everybody. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show. We're going to go around the room here and share the stories uh, we're working on, get a good idea of what's happening in the world today. Anybody ready for some fall weather? Yeah. Been ready. Isn't it coming this tomorrow? Pretty much, yeah. Oh. Well, where we where we are, and, and this is, you know, West Texas, but specifically uh, where we are, it's going to get down to the 40s overnight. It might have already gotten, my, I talked to my mom and dad in Oklahoma. They say it, it's already been getting chilly. Uh, so, yeah, I'm ready for it. Like, I've already started wearing long sleeve shirts, even though I, you know, tech, I really don't need them, but. I haven't worn them for a few months, so yeah, I switched the highs, out my closet I think, st- last weekend. Highs are still going to get up near seventies uh, for the nice. most part across West Texas. It's funny. I was listening to a podcast from Portland, and they were like, "Yeah, I made a mistake. I, I wore a sweatshirt today, and we were at sixty-six degrees outside. I was burning up." Burr. <laughs> oh, I guess the, some parts of the country are are going to get some real winter storms. And they said there are some parts of the country where the temperature is going to drop 50 degrees in 12 hours. Like they're going to see a, a, a massive drop in uh, temperatures. I think we're talking about like the Great Plains, like so Wyoming and, and Montana and places like that. Lisa's mostly concerned about the uh, weather in Ecuador what this weekend. What is going on right now with your voice? Nothing. There's you, an echo. You have one of your effects on. Oh, I accidentally. Oh, <laughs> Nothing. What? I think it sounds cool, man. Sorry. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, Lisa's uh, concerned about the weather in Ecuador. Specifically, will it be raining bullets or not when she goes to visit the strife-torn country of Ecuador? Whatevs. I'm just going to go. I'm going to join a revolution. It's fine. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Let's start with sports. Oh man! What, what? I know you'll cover this in about an hour, but holy cow! There was a grand slam home run last night. Uh huh. Top of the tenth, and the Dodgers are out. Hundred and six win Dodgers got the old boot in the divisional round. The Washington Nationals moving on. Apparently, all they needed to do was just get rid of Bryce Harper, and they can move on in the playoffs. All right, so the Nationals uh, are going to play the Cardinals in Game 1 of the NLCS uh, series tomorrow. Uh, it's best seven series, but a 7-3 to three win in the 10th inning with a Grand Slam home run from Howie Kendrick. Uh, over in the National uh, League series. That was National Oh, League. that was the National yeah, League. Yeah, both, both National League uh, divisional round. Oh, I, I'm going on to say St. Louis embarrassed the Braves yesterday. Thirteen, ten, yeah, ten runs in the top of the first. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they never really, you know, you get down like that. It was, you don't have yeah, much it was chance. pretty much done. So you had both road teams winning uh, and advancing to the NLCS. I, I guess you could say dramatic fashion for both of those. I mean, dramatic in different ways. Mm-hmm. But one was uh, a blowout. <laughs> one went to extra innings. Sure. Uh, so that'll begin tomorrow with St. Louis and uh, Washington facing each other in the NLCS. 
All right. Uh, anything else in sports you want to you want to mention? Oh, it was kind of the big thing. This um, NBA thing in China is is almost. Well, like I figured it, that we'll talk about it, that. Right, but it's really blowing up. Um, but as far as sports goes, the Washington Redskins are looking for a head coach, and pretty much everybody in the league is saying this is the worst job in football. But it's still going to get attention because obviously it's you know it's an NFL head coaching job. Worse than the and Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dolphins aren't looking to make a change. Dolphins just hired Brian Flores. They know what they're in for. They're tanking for Tua. But the Washington Redskins, they've already drafted Dwayne Haskins. They were supposed to be pretty good. Uh, They got uh, Jay Gruden got the old boot this week. And you have an owner who just does not stop meddling. He's just a, a pain. And as we mentioned, uh, there was supposed to be a game between the Lakers and I think New, I think it might have been the New Jersey Nets anyway. They're not New Jersey anymore. Uh, haven't been for a few years. New York Nets, Brooklyn Nets, whatever they are. And it was supposed to be in China. That game, to my understanding, has, has been called off. And China is uh, ticked off, or they say they are, because some... Uh, well, it all started with the general manager of the Houston Rockets who posted a pro Hong Kong protester tweet and they got mad at that and um, has anybody in the NBA come out and just said you know what screw China it's going to cost us you know millions of dollars but we're American we're an American friend we're American uh, league remember when we're in favor used, remember when communism used to be the enemy yeah Used to be a bad thing. No, it was before they got money. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Communism green was just, defeats red, huh? Yeah, every time. It's kind of like a Christmas scheme. But I haven't heard LeBron come out and say anything. I haven't heard uh, some of the more outspoken people in in the league, including Steve Kerr. Uh, you know, they'd rather not not answer this question. It all comes down to. We want Chinese, if you're the NBA, the NBA wants their money. The players want their money and the money that comes with it from uh, selling the products over in China. China is real thin-skinned, and they don't want you to say anything that's pro-democracy or anti-China, anti-Chinese government. And as far as I can tell, everybody's kind of acting like scared little kids uh, when it comes to this, and I wish somebody would just come out and say, you know what, if if they want to enjoy basketball, we're American and we're we're going to stand up for American values. If they don't want to enjoy basketball, good luck with your own league where your center is going to be like six foot two. So have a lot of fun with it. Oh, and Dennis Rodman has agreed to be the ambassador and go over to China. If only Adam Silver will invite him and send him a ticket. Uh, Lisa, news headlines. What are we looking at for news today? Well, today is the day Trump is heading to Minneapolis for his first campaign rally since the House Democrats announced an impeachment inquiry against him. Uh, let's remember, though, that Minneapolis this is a city where they didn't want him to come uh, because they didn't know if he was going to be paying for this uh, rally or not. So we'll find out. Well, they, they, they wanted, wanted him to pay up front. front. Yeah, they yeah. wanted to pay up front. Well, we it- still don't know if he's going to pay. He could be like, haha, I'm here. And he just to spite you. No, we, we know if he's going to pay. He's not. Yeah. See, a lot you, of big it, names come. Mike Pence is also going to be in attendance for this one. Okay. Um, and Joanna, how about entertainment news? What are we going to take a look at as far as entertainment goes this morning? 
Snoop Dogg is not sorry for being Snoop Dogg after a college had to apologize for booking a Snoop Dogg uh-huh. show. <laughs> he was busy dropping it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. He's what? Like, was when you it. pay for Snoop Dogg, you gonna get Snoop Dogg. What was the college? I'm just trying to Kansas book. University of Kansas. Okay, so that's a you know that's a state college. It's it's not like some kind of touchy religion. It's not like you did it at BYU, right? Yeah, apparently they were doing their, they're kicking off their preseason basketball program with an annual preseason celebration. And they brought out Snoop Dogg this time who did a 35-minute show. What was the objection? Uh, was it the, the foul language? Because the that's the right there. The pole dancing, the uh-huh. cash cannons, the uncensored deep cuts. And I guess there was some backlash from the fan base. Their athletic director issued a statement saying, we're so sorry we had made it clear that we didn't want him to bring this and Snoop Dogg's like everybody loved it mm-hmm. he's like I'm sorry, sorry I'm not, not sorry, sorry. <laughs> so so the school is saying that we're aware of what he what Snoop Dogg does in his shows we just thought that we had just warned him not, not to. to do it yeah yeah well did he say okay or did he just he was just like anything? yeah I'm gonna mm-hmm. be there Ronan Farrow's uh, new book is coming out, and it gives a very specific uh, claim as to why Matt Lauer was fired. We know that Matt Lauer uh, was fired from the Today Show two years ago, and the the reason it has been given two years already. Yeah, the reason given was uh, sexually inappropriate conduct. He had a button on his desk that oh closed God. his doors. Oh, uh, by the way, Matt Lauer released like the largest response that I've ever seen from since all this happened to Matt Lauer. He says the thing with the button and the door, not true. Yeah, right. And he also says that he's Everything not guilty of these cool, accusations. Everything else is cool, but that's not true. I don't want you guys to think I'm a freak. <laughs> well, the, this is a very, this it. is like, uh, you know, the uh, sexually inappropriate uh, workplace violation is one thing. This is a crime that he's now being accused of in this Ronan Farrow book. So It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I know we've got uh, Starbucks devotees that listen to the show and are on the show. Nope. You're off, you don't like Starbucks no more? Oh, uh, no. We have a new crack addiction. What is it? Oh, the Dunkin' Donut coffee? No. No. Nope. What? Pinyon. Heroin. Pinyon coffee. Heroin? That too. Damn. What's pinon coffee? Pinon coffee is. Would you like a cup? I'm about to make yeah, some. I'd like to try it. We is it made out of pine nuts? Biscochito for you. We no. also have like an abuelita. I do a, ni- a nice blend of it. Well, it's like a New Mexico coffee. All right, let me just put this out for Starbucks Has fans. Blue meth. There's a Starbucks secret menu item that you can get. Okay. It's called the caramel apple pumpkin spice drink. I feel like Starbucks wants to find out who starts these blogs and the baristas want to jump them. Starbucks blogged this out, so I don't know if they started it, but it is on a Starbucks blog. Yeah, they also did the unicorn frappuccino. Remember how much they cried when that had to be made? Yeah, but the corporation doesn't care. It's the baristas Mm -hmm. that have to make it. Do you think they they end up doing kind of a Jay and Silent Bob thing? Remember how people were bashing them before Jay and Silent Bob strike back? So then they went from house to house, just beating kids up. (laughs) We're making fun of money. Do you think the baristas want to do that? They're like, who's who's starting these things? They blogged about a bunch of secret menu items that you could order. And the one that's been getting the most attention is the caramel apple pumpkin spice drink. Interesting. And it's really a combination of two Starbucks items that... Car- caramel apple spice and the pumpkin spice latte. Let me know what's in it. 
So I don't know if this is one of the drinks, but like the you mentioned the unicorn latte. Mm-hmm. Here's the strategy behind that. We're going to make this thing, and people are going to buy it just to, to take Instagram a it or mm-hmm. Snapchat sure. it or whatever. It works. Throw it in the garbage right, and, and then they're going to take a taste and go, oh, disgusting. But they'll they'll move millions of dollars of product just for people who want to take it for their social media. Because remember that taste, the unicorn tasted like just banana. It really, I did not like it at all. We took a picture of it, we tried it, and all of us went, "Ugh, well, it's not good." Uh, apparently, you can order it. It's on their secret menu. The caramel apple spice drink combined with the pumpkin spice latte is the caramel apple pumpkin spice drink. Let's get into the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. There's a lot uh, going on today. This is uh, National Depression Screening Day. Today is also World Homeless Day. And today is set aside for World Mental Health Day, among other things. It's also World Metric Day. And uh, all this week is National Metric Week. Did you, when you guys were in school, I, I distinctly remember being told, like in grade school, when we were learning inches and feet and yards and stuff, I remember our teacher saying, we shouldn't even be teaching you this because the time by the time you're adults, we're going to be on the metric system. And uh. she said that with such... Conviction, a, such assurance and conviction that I thought, oh, great! Now we're gonna have to w- learn this other thing. Guess what? They we told never us, did. "Look, when you go other places." <laughs> <laughs> By the time you got into school, they realized they were probably this not. ain't working out. <laughs> now, by, when I was going through it, they were like, "Hey, we're gonna teach you this stuff because this is what they do, but this system's clearly better." We hope that it's a, you know it's just a matter of time before we adopt this over here because this one actually makes sense. Birthdays today include Lizzie Hale, the lead singer of Hailstorm, who turns 36 today. NASCAR driver Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 45. Is Jr. retired or oh, yeah. kind of retired? He's been, he's been retired for a couple years now. Because okay. remember, he was also out for a really long time because of concussion symptoms. Yeah. Jr. Actor Mario Lopez is coming back. Right, isn't he going to be one of the ones back for the Saved by the Bell um, reunion? Not yeah, a reboot. It's not quite a reboot. No, it's, it's just kind of, you know. Continuation. The ne- yeah, the it's next new, part. Right. So Mario Lopez uh, is 46, played Slater on uh, Saved by the Bell. AC Slater, Albert Clifford. Dude, I fell down a rabbit hole on this one YouTube channel earlier this week, and there is footage of him. Did you know that there was a dance club inside Disneyland back in the 80s? Uh, no. From 1984 to 1989, it was called Videopolis. And it was basically a dance club for teens, and they would broadcast a show from there as well. And one of their original dancers, Mario, Mario Lopez. Lopez. Yep. Retired quarterback, one of the greats of all time, Brett Favre is 50. I think Brett Favre talked this week about how he... Mrs. Mary? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He doesn't remember like big patches of his life, and he thinks that it's probably from CTE. But, I mean, Brett Favre was a guy who was not afraid to get hit, you know, or take a lick. Hey, there's a gunslinger out yeah. there, man. Brett Favre out there in his uh, Wrangler jeans, <laughs> tossing it up to uh, big old mud puddles. 
Actor Dan Stevens, who played the Beast in the live-action Beauty and the Beast, and was also cousin Matthew Crowley on uh, Downton Abbey's 37 Today. Wendy McClendon Covey is yeah. 50 today. She's the mom currently on the Goldbergs. Uh, she, Reno was also, she was a deputy Johnson on Reno 911. She was the one that was on the date with um, Carlos Alasraki, and they're at the Mexican joint. And he's like, I will have a cheese quesadilla, and she will have something of equal or lesser value. And then he hands the <laughs> gift card over to the, uh, to the server. <laughs> Actor Bradley Whitford, who became famous on The West Wing, is 60 today. And his new show is a sitcom called Perfect Harmony that just started uh, airing. Is that the one that's kind of the ripoff of um, Pitch Perfect? Pitch Perfect, is that it? Mm, yeah. So much so that they even cast one of the minor actors from Pitch Perfect. Uh, as I want to say she was a minor because she was okay. the leader of the, whatever their names are. Bellas. The Bellas, thank you. Yeah, but she's no Anna Kendrick, right? She was the other Anna. And it's true. David Lee Roth, as I mentioned, for Van Halen, is 65 today. A couple other birthdays. Charles Dance is 73. If you don't recognize the name Charles Dance. He was also in Marvel. Charles Dance was? Yeah, he was in uh, Civil War. I believe he was one of the uh, people who was telling... Samuel L. Jackson that they were going to fire him and remember in the end when they put those pins on and they kill all those people Scarlett Johansson oh. takes off the face anyway Charles Dance played he Tywin La- he played Tywin Lannister on Game of Thrones but is a a very respected British actor he's also in Underworld a lot of those movies oh yeah oh I got one for you this is going back to the 80s do you remember an Eddie Murphy movie called The Golden Child yeah. He was the bad guy who was also like a demon. Really? He turned, yeah. He was the guy, Brother Numsi, huh. that Eddie Murphy Fs with. That's Charles Dance. Interesting. Yeah, you might want to watch uh, The Golden Child again. And Ben Vereen. It's been like 30 years maybe since I've seen The Golden Child. Ben Vereen, who played the role of Chicken George in Roots, is 73 today. And as we mentioned today, is metric day so we could take a little closer look at that i was told we were definitely going to have to learn metrics because well everybody else in the world was but guess what mm-hmm. we're america damn it we're digging our heels in on this one huh yeah. and, and when people say every other country uses the metric system i say well there's two kinds of countries in the world the kind that uses the metric system and the, the kind, kind that's 2-0 and in world war that's right the kind that put a man on the moon yeah <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast alright uh, these are some pretty serious allegations uh, against Matt Lauer that have been brought to him against him by a former employee at NBC News you brought up an interesting question that I just don't have the yeah. the answer to. It's you know if he if he did what this woman said, shouldn't the police have an interest in this? Mm-hmm. I mean, unless the statute of limitations is up, then the only thing she can do. Is <clears> I think it only two years. When was Sochi the the Olympics? It supposedly it a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Well, he was fired a couple of years ago. Good morning, Nico. Twenty four morning. So it Where's five Lando? years ago? Lando's uh, right behind me. Oh. 
I mean, I don't see anybody behind. I meant metaphorically speaking. Hey, uh, we were talking about. Is he bringing the Millennium Falcon? (laughs) Is Lando Calrissian uh, Armenian? In uh, the Star Wars I universe, he was black. It, it, Ian, you know, Ian, it, it ends with IAN. Yeah, that oh, he must be. <laughs> yeah. What, where did so one of them was in New York, correct? Let me start one at the of top. The, the incidents. Yeah. Are you guys talking about Matt Lauer? Yes. Well, the incident that I keep hearing him talk about the one where where uh, Brooke Neville's former NBC employee, I think she was uh, an assistant to Meredith Vieira. Mm-hmm said that the rape that she uh, talks about in this new book by Ronan Farrow took place in a hotel room during the 2014 Sochi Olympics. I'm not a lawyer, but I think like a statute of limitations for something like a violent rape hasn't run out. But Lisa had asked, you know, is the statute of limitations out for this? I'm like, I don't think so, but I I don't know that I don't, she think she per- I don't think she pursued any. She, five she years, told Meredith five Vieira. Years. Have you have you read Matt Lauer's letter in response? I've read the gist of Matt <laughs> Lauer's letter. He says that it's not true. That, that sums up Buzz's life. They Would defi- you, did you read this email? The gist uh, of it. G- yeah. <laughs> Ronan Farrow's the headline in the first couple of lines. Let me start at the beginning. Well, not the very beginning, but Ronan Farrow's new book is called Catch and Kill, Kill, and it comes out next week, and it's about his investigation of Harvey Weinstein and how his then-employer NBC News tried to put a stop to the book. Oh. And in, in the book that's, that's primarily about the Harvey Weinstein, the Me Too movement, it has a pretty serious allegation about Matt Lauer. In the book, uh, Ronan Farrow talks to Brooke Neville's whose complaint about Lauer got him fired in 2017. Now, keep in mind, she says this happened to Sochi in 2014. Mm-hmm. Lauer wasn't fired until 2017. Mm-hmm. NBC says that when Brooke Nevels finally came to them and told her story about what Matt Lauer did, that they, had, they fired Matt Lauer within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But I'm the, a lot of what I'm reading is that you know NBC was not exactly uh, at the very spear tip of rooting out a, a lot of Ronan Farrow's book is how they tried to stop him from getting putting out the book in the first place and how they would definitely look the other way especially the bigger the star you were at NBC the more willing they were to to turn a blind and it eye. wasn't until the Weinstein stuff that all the uh, attention got put on this is that what happened um around, yeah 2017 would have been around the time so it looks here like for the statute of limitations it depends on what he would end up being charged with for instance if it was something like aggravated sexual abuse first degree there's no time limit i think that's what look you can if it was you, sexual you, abuse not aggravated if it's sexual abuse in the third degree it's less than two years no i think it's i think it's the first one. persistent sexual abuse would be five years. Okay, well, she's not, she's not bringing touching. any any charges against him. And see, and that's that's the question: is one, are, is she going to try and charge him? Two, is she just announcing this? Yeah, because like forcible touching is two years. So it, I mean, it would under it would have to be she would have to go to the police, make her statement, 
they would have to look at all the evidence and decide for themselves what would the detectives what would they be able to charge okay so so the allegation is let's just i can't find russia by the way (laughs) i have no idea what russia's is you don't know where Russia is? No, the statute of limitations for sexual assault in the country. Okay, so it's so they Russia, there probably isn't any. And that's what I'm thinking too. She no, like says there's no law against it. Like yeah. they're totally cool with it. They're just like, no, whatever. Like you're in Russia, you can do whatever you want. She was in Russia for the Olympic coverage, and Meredith Vieira was there, Matt Lauer was there, and they were all having drinks at the bar. She says that Matt Lauer asked her up to his room, and she didn't expect anything other than, you know, a friendly colleague. Once she was inside the hotel room, Neville's alleges, Lauer pushed her against the door and kissed her. He then pushed her onto the bed, and this is a quote, flipping her over, asking if she liked a, a sex. <laughs> like the A word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alabaster. She says that she declined several times and was crying into a pillow as she said no 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 over and over again according to Neville's she was quote in the midst of telling him she wasn't interested again when he just did it Lauer she said this is pretty graphic stuff guys I'm just going to tell you but didn't use lubricant the encounter was excruciatingly painful Uh, she said that she Stopped saying no, but wept silently into a pillow. Lauer then asked her if she liked it. She told him yes. She claims that she bled for days, according to what is in uh, Pharaoh's book. Neville says, just to be clear, it was non-consensual in the sense that I was too drunk to consent. She says, it was non-consensual in that I said multiple times that I didn't want to have that kind of sex. Hmm. So here's what uh, Lauer responded. I had an extramarital affair with Brooke Nevels in 2014. It began when she came up to my hotel room. Wait, wait I think you have to say this is this is the, the different account, right? This is what this he is what is saying. Matt Lauer put out in in the past couple of days since this has come out. It began when she came to my hotel room very late one night in Sochi. We engaged in a variety of sexual acts. We performed oral sex on each other. We had we had the other kind of sex. Each act was mutual and completely consensual. That's what Matt Lauer says. You could call that bowling ball sex if you want. Three holes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Neville's... But, trying to find a way no, to talk about befo- it, man. Before you move on to what she says again, uh, in the letter, Matt Lauer also claims that they had a relationship going forward past Sochi, that they had extra, there were more and encounters. She, she admits it, to that. He ended it, and she continued. Yes. So that's what kind of the gist of his... Um, statement is and then he also makes the claim that she wanted to remain anonymous she didn't want you know her face out there but within a year she was already trying to sell a book mm. her story is very contradictory so how are you going to believe somebody who okay. started out saying so these things ne- and Neville's admits herself? that she did have more sexual encounters with Lauer after this took place Pharaoh writes what is not in dispute is that Neville's like several of the women I'd spoken to had further sexual encounters with the man she said assaulted him and she says to Pharaoh in the book, that is what I blame myself most for. It was completely transactional. 
It was not a relationship. Transactional in what way? I don't know. That I she mean, was that supposed implies... to be helped with her career from Matt Lauer or something like that? Or it was going to be affected? I, I, I don't know exactly what she means by that. I don't know. Like A, a purely transactional would be like a, a, a prostitute with a John. Quid you know, pro quo. Yeah. Quid pro quo. I don't know if she meant he was supposed to... She describes it as transactional, whatever that means. In his letter, Matt Lauer says specifically that he had no impact on her career, that she was in a different division completely under Meredith Vieira, so he couldn't do anything about her career. Yeah, he says that Brooke didn't work for me, the Today Show, or NBC News. She worked for Meredith Vieira, who had not worked for the Today Show in several years in a completely different part of the network, and I had no role in reviewing Brooke's work. Also, it looks like nothing would have happened in Russia if she would have went to the police. Sochi, no told you. Like they would have. Like the only law they have over there is don't be gay. Like, Seriously. It, it, it's Russia, dude. It's shocking. I'm, I'm reading. Do not be gay. I'm reading more about this, and it says that, yeah, um, at a time when normally uh, sexual assault or rape would have been condemned, especially right now, um, a lot of sexual assault cases aren't taken seriously. Rape cases aren't tried. What, in Russia? Yeah. They're not taken seriously. Seriously, here. I and mean, there, is, there are uh, a lot of people who hear what we've just said. An and example that they have here is three three sisters who were raped by their father over and over consistently, and they finally killed him, and they are now in jail for murder. But her, their father, they never they knew about it, and they never even tried him for rape. Mm-hmm. I, I know that some people. The end of the story is, oh, this happened to her, and she didn't go to the police immediately. Well, then it's it's her fault. I mean, I'm not saying that that's my... I'm saying no, that, that is, is a commonly yeah, common. opinion. It's like, if this happened and you're going and telling everybody... Well, what were you why, wearing? What were you well, doing? I mean, I guess it's kind of similar. Well, and it's very scary to but report But why somebody. were you in Russia? But, but, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I can't stress enough, unless you were there, you don't know what actually happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's as far as I can tell, two people who who know what actually happened, and they might even have different perceptions. Matt Lauer's letter was very compelling in response, especially the part where he, he really means like, or it sounds like he was just having an affair, like he just didn't mean to have this extramarital affair. And the, he says even in the letter, the first time he hears these allegations are when the lawyer brings him in, the NBC lawyer in 2017. Yeah, he says that they, he, he admits that he ended it poorly, that he, he just, just stopped talking. Yeah, he just cut all ties. Like ghosted, he her. ghosted yeah, her. Yeah, but then he said between February of 2014 and November of 2017, Brooke and I saw each other more than a dozen times at professional gatherings, both large and small. Despite the fact our affair was over, she always went out of her way to greet me warmly and engage in conversation. It was not until I was called in to speak to an NBC attorney on November 28th, 2017, that I first learned Brooke had any complaint. All right, so it was actually Meredith Vieira who encouraged Nevels to go to the higher-ups at NBC in 2017. Uh, So far, Lauer's former Today Show host, Ann Curry, tweeted that she believes his accuser. And on the show yesterday, Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb addressed the situation. Uh, Both of these people are uh, colleagues Mm -hmm. or former colleagues of theirs. He does go into talking about... That locking mechanism in his in Matt Lauer, he does in his... He denies that he had a button that would lock the door? Yeah, he says, One such story I should have confronted a long time ago is an example of why I believe my silence was a mistake. Despite numerous erroneous reports in the past, there was not a button in my office that could lock the door from the inside. There was no such locking mechanism. It didn't exist. NBC confirmed this fact 
publicly following my termination. Hmm. See, and that's something, because if you, first of all, I don't think that Matt Lauer is, you know, a uh, construction worker who knows how to. Yeah, right. he would have had to pay somebody to put a, some, some bosses would have had to be aware that like, oh, Matt Lauer's changing our building around. Changing like, the locks all of a sudden. I feel like somebody would have yeah. been able to corroborate that specific story and say, hey, yeah, I'm the construction worker who was paid to put this in or, hey, I saw it. I don't or, know. I, I heard it reported so many times. I figured. Well, must be, right? must be true. I yeah. mean, you know uh, what it is? Because you believe the fake news media. Yeah. They did. <laughs> fake you news. know who did have a mechanism like that on their office? Ron Swanson. Except it was to keep people out. out. <laughs> yeah. right. If I were going to put a button under my desk that did anything, I would go with the C. Montgomery Burns version that opens up and you go down. Like, into what, what, what the hounds. No, what is it? They what do they go into like a dungeon? Yeah, I think if so. you're standing in front of his desk and he pushes the button, I'm very the best burnt. Is when he pushes the button and they're not standing directly over it, so the slat opens right next to him. Uh, real quick, Nico. Yes. Do you know what circus peanuts are? Circus peanuts. Uh, those are the, the peanuts you feed. The, you feed the elephants nope. to get them to do. <laughs> That's not right. That's how they train them. They That's put the, close. Yeah. These are circus peanuts. Oh, they are the elephants. Worst Halloween candy. Ever, mm-hmm. bar none. Uh, I, so let's, I wouldn't let's feed these to a dog, but we're going to try them coming <laughs> up right after this. Over. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, comedian uh, Nico Ajimian, who I think everybody's familiar with, is here. Who? Nico Ajimian. Oh. And uh, comedian Lando VC. Uh, who uh, People who you know follow comedy in this part of the Texas know who Lando is. Hi, Lando. Hey, Buzz. How's it going? Good to see you. So, uh, we got a few things we could do here. I'm, let me just lay it out for you. Lando brought some some hot be- sauce. Some meatless beef, some vegan beef jerky. Uh, How is it possible uh, to have meatless vegan beef jerky? I think the best part is me and Nico look at each other like, he brought shrooms. Are those shrooms? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's beef. Jer- Brandon, tell me what you think of this. Party. Beef jerky made out of mushroom. Ille- not illegal it. mushroom. That's far out, man. I it tried. Lo- it looks illegal, though. It's just made with <laughs> regular mushrooms with chili. Not regular mushrooms, but like, uh, you know, legal mushrooms. It I'm, looks I'm like shrooms. You, I feel for like sure. a portobello. They are magically Is it like a portobello? Though. It says on the. Is it a shiitake? Myers mushrooms from El Paso. Are you it's familiar with Myers? Paso Myers mushrooms. Oyster mushrooms. Kinds of mushrooms. Oh, I wish Oyster there were an Oscar Myers mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Oyster mushrooms. Oh, those are like yeah. the little All right, ones. we'll bust those out here in just a few minutes. Ooh, apple cider. And we got some hot sauce as well. Also, you might have heard the term microaggression, like when somebody's doing something that's offensive, What's but up, bro? they don't realize they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, they, there's a new term called micro-cheating. Where it's Ooh. not really cheating, but I wanted to run by you oh young guys. God. If something is is considered like cheating, but it's termed micro cheating. And I, you, you, we have a good example. Your girlfriend got mad at me about this the other day. Ooh. Uh, all right. How about this? I'll just give you an example. <laughs> Following an ex on social media. Is that cheating? No. Uh, no. Is it micro cheating? I think it depends on the intent. What's your, what if you're friends with your ex? I was going to say, it depends on, I would say, the, your personal situation. All right, here's how they define I'm micro. I'm a lot of my they, exes. They define micro cheating as basically when you do small things that flirt with infidelity but never get physical. So they kind of go up to the line of being 
cheating, but they're not really cheating. And they surveyed actually 100,000 people Ooh, okay. to see what counts as uh, micro-cheating. So we'll get to this in just a few minutes. These are circus peanuts. We had a... These are disgusting. We read something this week that said that uh, candy corn is the most hated Halloween candy. Yep. And I said, yeah, except for circus peanuts, maybe you got a point, but circus peanuts... Have you ever had these before, Lando? No, never. Okay, I'm going to distribute them. Don't eat them right away. Let's put some hot sauce on them. This yeah, is the weirdest the only thing, thing, though. Any hot sauce, Chuco Chili Cook. Like, Nico, listen to this. Yeah, that's... That's that, the peanut. That's the peanut. This looks much more like something you would scour dirty dishes with. It's hard. It's not Ew. even fluffy. You know what it reminds it me smells, of? It, it has like this banana. It has the same color and texture and shape of the... Have you ever been to a shooting range? They give you these things to plug your ears, oh, like yeah. these, <laughs> the orange you mean, ear, you ear plugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say shooting range. I guess people use them for concerts and stuff too, right? Yeah. <laughs> these things that plug your ears up. I-, I am amazed that they still make these. I had these when I was a kid, and I hated them. What's worse, this or Peeps? This, as I recall, this is worse than Peeps. Oh, that's a bold statement. All right, so Lisa's never tried circus peanuts. I don't think so. I've been trying to think about it. I don't think I've ever had them. Take a bite and tell me what you think, Lisa, since you've never had them. Have you ever had them? Yes. You've had these. Yeah. It smells gross. Then how did you not know what I was talking about when I said circus peanuts? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about most of the time. Take a real bite. Come on. It smells like (laughs) banana. Yeah, it's weird. It's the color of an orange. It's shaped like a peanut, and for some reason, it tastes like banana. I bet this is how Trump's so thing like looks. <laughs> <laughs> but they only put texture on the top part of the peanut. Like they're so lazy about the rest. Oh, of it. okay. Just squishy. Oh, okay. It tastes like medicine, right? I, I'm, oh. Brandon's been eating them like candy. Well, I guess oh, it is candy. They are candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like them. Have right. you ever like had banana. them before, Lando? Never before. It's kind of like a hard peep. Like a hard like a peep. Mm, like a and nobody likes peeps either. Joanna, do you want one? Because nobody gave her one. No, what I if that's one. what it is? I don't it's like not one. too bad. What the if it's uneaten peeps and they've just remolded into <gasps> new that makes form. sense. And then redyed yeah, them. Yeah, but this is, you're right. It's, it's banana peeps. That's what it's these are. It's banana. Like, I don't like that. And it's the medicine kind of banana. Like yeah. That they put in cough medicine. Not for me. I would call it a marshmallow, mm. but that is a slap in the face of to every marshmallow. I mean, this is just so much worse. If you were a kid who got that from a house on Halloween, would eggs? You, you would egg them TP. or TP them. But now you've got to ask the permission to TP them. Now, <laughs> uh, if you if you got to ask permission, it's not even worth doing. Definitely eggs. It's like why we can't do prank phone calls anymore. You got to tell the person they're being recorded <laughs> ahead of time. Hey, we're like, gonna prank you. Yeah, hey. but we have to let you know ahead of time. So here we go. <laughs> oh, these are hateful. Yeah, they're really bad. Although they, they don't go too badly with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of um, tricks. The marshmallows in there are kind of like a big version. Big worst version. What else? So they, uh, I don't have the list in front of me, but the, the best Halloween candies were chocolate. You know, like a little fun-size Snicker or fun-size Three Musketeer Skittles? or Kit Kat. Yes. I like those little Skittles packs and those little Starburst. Skittles was in the top ten. But, but it's all it, chocolate, and then it's followed by like the fruit stuff that, you, like you're saying, really? the Skittles I mean, and Starburst. Chocolate is definitely king. I would not be, I would not agree with that list. I didn't see Pixie Sticks on the list, and I did like Pixie Sticks. 
I mean, I would have rather had chocolate, but if you, I got you pixie look sticks. like a kid who who loved pixie sticks, like you probably like snorted the pixie sticks if you could. <laughs> Class, I dare you, Buzz. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, was the list you, did you know if the list that you had that you were going off of was that from candystore.com yes okay so it was number one was cotton uh, candy corn number two was most hated peanuts, most hated number three was peanut butter kisses which somebody just mentioned in the Facebook chat mm-hmm. where they were talking about the weird wax can, or candies that were in the orange and uh, I'm guessing black, black. wax paper That's yeah they right. were they were unflavored wax basically they didn't even really eh, they might have had a little bit of peanut butter flavor to them but they were basically wads of wax number four was wax cola bottles which were wax number five you know what those are Nico wafers <laughs> uh, <laughs> disgusting sounds gross wait do you, do you know <laughs> what sense. what wax coke, Col- coke they're tiny they're like the size of your pinky finger and it's it's 90% wax with a little bit of some Juice? kind of flavored sugar that's supposed to taste like coke Hmm. Inside of me. No, that sounds aware of that. That one? sounds foreign. That sounds like a German like Coke bottles, right? Yeah, they're shaped like Coke bottles. Mm-hmm. What else is on the list? Number six was Tootsie Rolls. Number seven was Smarties. Number eight was Licorice. Number nine was Good and Plenty's, which technically have licorice in them. Mm. And number ten was Bit O Honey. How are Smarties worse than Black Licorice? Yeah, black licorice is terrible. Yeah. I lo- I mean, even Tootsie Rolls, they give it out at Planet Fitness. I like all the weird candies because I like most of this stuff. Black r- licorice is the kind of candy that a kid in a Western would be excited about. Oh, and can you get me some sarsaparilla too <laughs> with my black licorice? Uh, how about, are you guys old enough to remember when they would give you candy cigarettes yep oh yeah yep. oh you remember the candy cigarettes you'd and then blow the, out on it and make it look like it was smoking yep and then the candy switched to real cigarettes and uh, <laughs> alcohol prime do you do you know what the oh what's it called the lavender no the teal pumpkin Lisa the lavender or teal pumpkin thing the, the teal pumpkin so it's for kids who uh, are let's say have like an allergy or like are severely allergic to something slash weak yeah instead of giving them candy Mutants. you give them something else so you can give them maybe like a coloring book or slinkies or uh, some sort of little That's toy nice. yeah. yeah so if you're a house that gives out this non-candy stuff first of all get ready to <laughs> clean the eggs off of you <laughs> no you put a teal pumpkin. Teal, I think, means like green. Yes. And you put it out. In front. No, it means teal. That's a color, Buzz. Teal is the uh, the color okay. of the Miami Dolphins. I know teal exactly what teal is because it was my prom color. Is it between say, look aqua? At the, look and at the post-its on the. Those are kind of like a light colored teal. You put the green ones. No, the bluish. Oh, the teal. bluish. One. Yeah, okay. that's no the teal ones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but then you also register your house so that parents who do have a kid, let's say, allergic to peanuts, something like that, they can see oh, which cool. houses are, you know, registered for the Teal Project so that they can go specifically to those homes. Oh, so this is like a searchable database that parents can look at. If up. you go oh, to Target, cool. they have a section okay. in the Halloween where it's the Teal Pumpkin but the, Project. But the part that got me was when Lisa said some parents might have a problem if there was like a Snickers that had peanuts mm-hmm. in the same bucket with you know something that doesn't have peanuts and i'm like i don't i do not believe that somebody could get an allergy because a wrap product was next to another there are some people with very extreme allergies like that i mean (laughs) 
sorry, it just reminded me of a meme I saw. It was like a, a teacher in high school. Your college professors are never going to be as lenient as me. And then college professor, sorry, I dropped my trail mix in your grading papers. If anybody has a nut allergy, I advise you to let me know. <laughs> Did that really happen? <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, here are some of the uh, comments that we've been getting over on our Facebook page. You can follow along and join in the chat on Facebook. Look for Buzz Adams Morning Show on Facebook. and Make sure you click on today's video and everything comes up with the chat. A lot of people saying that they love Circus Peanuts. I just... That's Very weird surprising. Uh, we were talking about Mass Singer. Joanna, tell me if this makes sense to you. Catherine said, I think Leopard is Titus Burgess. I think leopard is you seal. Said some, yeah, you I said think leopard that is seal. And my mind that, was blown. Because that that one could he can really sing. For Who real? is Titus Burgess? Yes, he's the he. I, uh, uh, comedian? No, from uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Is he the guy from? Kimmy? Thank you. I couldn't yeah. remember. Uh, who's Unbreakable, uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Which one is he? He's the black the, guy, the, the cute little. The, the gay dude. The, yeah. yeah, he's in the deter- laundry detergent commercials too. Oh yeah. Uh, Lisa got flummoxed because she didn't know whether to call him gay or black. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> Gak. But he's hilarious. Yeah. Somebody. That's uh, a good guess. Somebody yeah. said circus peanuts is. belong in the trash next to those candies that just come <gasps> wrapped in black and orange wax paper. Stop. Titus Burgess released albums. He did? Yes. <gasps> we got to listen to them. Here's to you, comfortable in St. Titus. Somebody else said, sadly, I love, this is Irene who says, sadly, I love circus peanuts and eat them till I get nauseated. <gasps> yeah, like one <laughs> by one. <laughs> Opening the bag. John is a circus peanut fan. He says they are delicious. And yes, Lisa, it is banana flavor. <laughs> Explain this to me. It's Orange, orange, like an orange. It's shaped like a peanut. Tastes like a banana. And it tastes like a banana. What game are they playing here? Then they got to go off on licorice. True licorice, I didn't know if you know this, is only black. Twizzlers are not true licorice. And licorice, Necco wafers, and candy corn are all amazingly delicious. Well, licorice is disgusting then. And Even Twizzlers are gross. Anybody who uh, likes Jägermeister, uh, I was looking You know what I used to like to do at the movies when I was a kid? Get a Twizzler and bite off the end of it and we bite off the other straw. end. And, yes! How did you know? And use it. I'm using the Twizzler as a straw, man. <laughs> it's like every classic sugar high kids, you know, technique. Let's talk about micro-cheating. Basically, when you do small things that flirt with infidelity but it doesn't get physical so, so they this isn't like cheating people. in the sense passing notes to my friend behind me like that wouldn't be micro cheating I'm going to tell you what some of the examples they asked people and what percentage of people said that that's micro cheating deleting apps like Tinder from your phone but not deleting your account what? is that cheating if you're in a relationship and you delete the app, but you don't delete your account. I, for some people, I think that might just be they ignorance. Don't know. Yeah, they yeah. just don't know. Like, I guarantee Buzz's Tinder account still up. Yes, that is true. That's not true. My friend That's John, no, my friend John was on, true. yeah, he was on, I think, Bumble or something. And I saw him on there, I screenshot it and sent it to him. And I'm like, I thought you had a girlfriend. He goes, oh, I deleted the app. What are you talking about? I'm like, Did you delete your account? No. 
So then I had to show him like, this is how you have to delete it. This is what you have to do. So a lot of people don't realize that if you delete the app, that doesn't necessarily mean that your account is deleted. You still have to go through the whole delete my account. Are you sure you want to do this? And then you can delete. What the app. if you keep the apps, but don't open them up? Why, do you Why would you do them? that? That's, ah, that's, that's a, micro I mean, you, that that's at least mi- micro cheating. That yeah. may be middle cheating. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I, I don't want to make example. this patriarchal. Let's let Joanne and Lisa yeah. answer first. <laughs> All right. Meeting up with someone and claiming it's work related when it isn't. Oh, yeah. Uh, but meeting up with someone claiming it's work related when yeah, it isn't. Yeah, why can't you just tell me who you're really meeting up with? Yeah, you're lying. That's, That's definitely cheating. Mm hmm. Why would Lisa you feel the need to lie if it's nothing? It's macro cheating. Micro cheating. Macro cheating. Macro. Meeting up. Wait a minute. Meeting I don't up know. It would depend. You. What if it's like, oh, I met up with Judy, but it was work related. When you met up with Judy, but it was really just to hang out and drink, but you didn't, you know, have sex or anything. I, yeah, see, I don't still, know because still, I'm kind of that's, on. That's at least micro cheating. Why? It would depend. Do you just have a crazy boyfriend or girlfriend or so that's the crazy boyfriend or girlfriend? If you can't just go have you know drinks with somebody, you if I can't lie. order a couple yeah. apps at Applebee's, well, it depends. Well, are they saying you're with someone? Yeah, all it says they're is telling, having, oh, they're no. telling you, oh, I'm going to go have a drink with Nico, but it's it's purely for work. But, but it's, it's not. not. It's for us to hook right. up. I guess maybe just because I wouldn't get mad about that, I'd be like, "Tight, have fun." You don't think it's you don't think it's micro cheating? But I think also because I wouldn't care as a girlfriend. Like if so, oh hey, I'm gonna go hang out with Sarah from the office tonight. We're gonna go have a drink. Cool, have fun. Yeah, but what no, if but they're you, lying to you? Yeah, what if you found yeah. out it wasn't Sarah? It was Denise. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, I don't even like it was Denise. Denise, to begin oh, with. Denise, that bitch at the gym. And <laughs> yeah, all right, how about a- this one's a little more clear? All right, is this micro cheating? Sending a heart, kiss, or wink emoji in a flirty way. Depends on the color of the heart. <laughs> if it's a blue or green heart, you're in the clear. It just means you love the person as a friend. Really? That's what I they think. They have blue and green hearts? Yeah. You didn't know that? I use usually the like emojis. Lucky Charms now? I use the black heart all the time. Okay, so they broke, this, they broke this one down. Only 8% of people said it's completely okay. 49% said it's cheating mm-hmm. or micro-cheating. And f- another 43% said it's at least concerning if you're sending heart emojis and winky emojis and eggplant emojis. But, you, but it's emojis. A, in a flirty way. I think yeah. if you just sent it and said... I'm already concerned yeah, about the flirty matters. text you're yeah. sending. But those are flirty emojis. Those are yeah. flirty. There's no way to send it. There's no way that it's not flirty. flirty. Sometimes it's just pure love. It's like, I don't oh, know. Sometimes I like love. to tell people... Them but it probably better not Sometimes to be a red heart. Sometimes I just like send Nico Lisa said, like a, a heart, heart, heart emoji and tell her, "Give that to Tubby for me." Yeah. Sometimes I tell her, no. "I'm in the bathroom." Okay, that wouldn't be in a Here's flirty. A heart. Okay, that wouldn't be in a flirty way. You know you what a flirty know. way is. You don't know what we're into. You don't. Know um, <laughs> how about having a having a work wife or work husband? No, I feel like that's the right way of life. Do you know what that is? That's what you and Lisa and Joanna. No, we're not. Are no, we're not. Yeah. Mike Tipton. Mike We've Tipton. Established this. We're like siblings. Yeah. Mike Tipton is my work husband. He doesn't even work here no more, but that's still my work hubby. That dude brought us cupcakes. Yeah, he brought us cupcakes. he didn't even work here anymore. Yeah, I was sick like a few months ago at my house and I couldn't go get tubby food. He left his job, went to the store, got me food for my dog, and then came and brought it to my house and a Pedialyte. That is a work husband right there. 
said having a work wife or work husband is cheating. Mm. 31% said it's fine. I think but the biggest depends. the Are biggest number fifty percent said it's not cheating, but they'd feel weird about Ooh, it. Ooh, this is a good example. Like Jim and Pam in the office before they got together, mm-hmm. were they, were oh, they, they were like always cheating? It was, were, no, but were they, they considered did cheat though? Well, I know, but were, would they be considered <laughs> work cheat, wife though. and work husband? Yeah, Roy they dead, were married. I, I know. What I'm saying is, right? if they considered each kind other, of a douche, oh, he was, if they like, considered each other work wife or husband, and eventually cheated, then that's terrible. Then work wives and husbands are a terrible thing. Haven't you ever seen the theory though that Jim and Pam were actually horrible people? Yeah, yes, yes. they were. Yeah. Like the Karate Kid. See, I mean, it depends because Mike's uh, the wife. I take her stole, to this. He stole Elizabeth shoe from Johnny. Is that what you're saying? Johnny's I mean, victim. it could be looked at a different perspective, yeah, you know? You're saying, you're saying Daniel saw I'm just saying they Daniel made the argument, yeah, that he's in. actually the, he was the mean being, guy. Did you see how he was talking to her? I'm just saying the, the argument can be made. Come I'm on. not saying I agree. Uh, just, excuse me. He won the tournament with an illegal head kick. They said it at the beginning yep. of the tournament, no head kicks, and somehow they forget about yeah. it when Johnny Russo does it. It's because he had the broken great leg examples, at the same guys. time. Daniel, Daniel Russo. Johnny was the, was the guy. He fought. Isn't that part of the premise of like Cobra Kai? Yeah, that was the premise. Sweep the legs. Um, confiding in someone that you're attracted to other than your significant other. Oh, that's weird. 25% said that's, that's cheating. Confiding can, can you in somebody that? Confiding in someone you're attracted to instead of your significant other. God, it's been so long since I've had a significant other. I can't remember. <laughs> So it's been like, so long since I've been attracted to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends. If right? you had Bradley Cooper as your coworker and you told him, Buzz, you're an attractive man, I wouldn't think that was cheating. Let me tell well, you that's something. not confiding in anybody. That's just, <laughs> I wouldn't that's be attracted to Bradley like Cooper. Buzz would say, look, let me tell you, you something are. about my girlfriend. I'm attracted to Bradley Cooper. That I cannot break. talk to her about I wish it. we were best friends. Oh, I get it now. I thought right. it was asking, like, you're telling that person, no, no. hey, I think you're no, hot. No, oh, no, no, Confiding, like, like say, okay. <laughs> trusting, talking. Uh, oh, okay, I was thinking. Befriending. I was thinking Buzz was telling Bradley Cooper, I think you're hot. No, no, no. He would be saying, like, Bradley, I think Nico's hot. What should I do and that, oh, okay. right, how many people have a problem with staying in touch with an ex <sighs> staying in touch with an ex I think it depends on the relationship yeah. I know a lot of yeah. people who are still friends with exes and it means absolutely nothing and it's, others there, there's, there's nothing you know insinuated there no when, there's just there's nothing insinuated there they just happen to be friends mm-hmm. they yeah. double date with each other's you know significant others that's, weird. that's weird that is weird <laughs> <laughs> you weirdo only 14% said that they they consider it cheating Staying in touch with an ex. Eh. So uh, you could look this up. It's called micro cheating. Now, if you're dragging that ex along just in case mm. current relationship ain't going to work out, I'd be like, bitch, then take him. That's em. a problem. You can have him. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I want to show you uh, a little bit of a video here. There were a group of dissatisfied Mexican citizens okay. who dragged the mayor out of his office and, oh, and dragged that. him down yeah. the street behind a truck. Yeah, I did see that. The mayor of a Mexican village. I'm keeping all I'm keeping all this. My girlfriend's from Mexico. She wants me to go visit Is her it? home. And I'm like, no, it's too dangerous. It's not dangerous. Oh, where does she come from? Chihuahua. Oh yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, her her attitude is America's more dangerous than Mexico is. 
But listen to this. Buzz says, well, I don't know if you know this, but I am a white man. It may be more dangerous for me down there. <laughs> I don't blend in very well. Don't talk. The mayor of a Mexican village was tied up by locals to the back of a truck and dragged through the streets for failing to deliver on an election pledge. So I thought for sure this was going to be connected to the drug trade somehow. It was either going to be the cartel guys were mad at him or the citizens were mad because he was in bed with the cartel. It's because he didn't finish building a road <laughs> that he said he was going to. Jorge Luis Escandon Hernandez is the mayor. Managed to escape without major injury, but he wants the people responsible charged with abduction and attempted murder. The Mexican media reports that the mayor was pulled out of his office in the city of, oh, I think you'll like this town, Joanna, Las Margaritas, Chiapas. Nice. By farmers from the local Santa Rita village. Okay, so these were farmers. What were they so upset about? According to the national newspaper Excelsior, they are unhappy that he failed to deliver on a campaign promise to repair an important local road. Uh, it says a large group of people dragged him from his office. And uh, then CCTV footage showed him being dragged by what looks to be a rope around his wrist. So my point is, it freaks me out when I see stuff like this happen. Uh, let's talk to a caller. Here's the toll free studio line 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. I agree that in the United States, you could definitely be a victim of random uh, gun violence, or you could be a victim of violent crime. I mean, that Mm -hmm. happens, and it happens more in some places than others. But, you know, I mean, that would be an unusual story that they went and grabbed somebody and didn't even bother to cover their faces and dragged the dude down the street. Um, I don't have my Skype up. Who's calling? Mario. Hello, Mario. Hey, what's up, Buzz? Good morning, Mario. What's going on? Uh, no, I was going to tell you, man, uh, Chihuahua is a, it's a good place. It's real, it's real safe. I go there all the time. <laughs> No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's safe. It's just oh, yeah. when I see something like this happen, I'm thinking, boy, that's awfully bold that you go and get an elected official dragging behind a pickup truck and the people didn't even <laughs> bother covering their faces up. That's probably down south, way down south. It's Mexico. in Chiapas. Yeah, that's way down south. Is Not Chiapas Chihuahua pretty rough? Yeah, yeah, way down south. south. But I don't know about Chihuahua. Chihuahua is like government place, man. It's real, real strict, real, uh, what do you call it, uh, a lot of uh, security, yeah. Security a lot of security in Chihuahua. Oh yeah, we we go downtown. We have a good time. Okay, here's and here's what my tell me. Uh, what my argument is even, and she says the same thing you say. My girlfriend says it's very safe and it's oh, nice. Yeah. I say, yeah, but you have to go to Juarez to get to Chihuahua. Yeah, we'll just go past. You have to pass through Chihuahua, uh, Juarez, uh, and you go to forty five, which is a highway, and then you go out. It's all toll. Yeah, and that's a real, uh, real safe uh, highway. You know, there's always uh, federales and all them take care of you and all that this stuff. And uh, it, you have to pay the tolls, of course. But once you're up there, four hours it takes four hours all the way to Chihuahua, Chihuahua. And How long? Good. Four hours? Yeah, from El Paso, Chihuahua, Chihuahua. There's four hours. Can I fly there? Yeah, you can fly, but I drive. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. You can stop by and eat uh, good old burritos and cheese and all that good stuff. Can I can I go around Juarez? No, I don't think so. You got to go through. It's just like that's part of the deal. You go into Chihuahua, you got to go through Juarez. Yeah, once you get past uh, that, Juarez is like you know the border city. You know, there's always great people there. Yeah, that's a deal uh, breaker for me. Chihuahua, Chihuahua is a totally different. Uh, it's clean, very clean city. I'm talking about. You go downtown, no trash, no graffiti. It's very clean. All right, nice. thanks, Mario. Yeah, thanks All for the call. I- it's not what I wanted to hear. It's safe, yo. <laughs> I guess what really gets me is they're, they're dragging the mayor down the street and they're just like, eh, I'm not going to cover my face. Who cares? You know, I'm not going to knock these cameras out so people don't see us too. They're like, I want you to see my <laughs> face. Yeah. Remember the rage in my eyes. Consider this a boat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and we've got more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. So uh, there's this thing that's been going on ever since uh, the GM for the Houston Rockets tweeted a pro-Hong Kong message. Daryl Morey, the general manager of the uh, Houston Rockets, posted a tweet that said, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. End of tweet. Mm-hmm. In short order, nearly every Chinese entity that is in any way involved with American professional basketball suspended its ties to the Rockets. So one one thing to keep in mind here, it's not like these are all independent. You know, they're they're all getting their orders uh, from from the government. You know, the fact that they all did it at the same time. The Chinese Basketball Association is led by... Do you know who the who leads the uh, Chinese Basketball Association, Brandon? Yao Ming? It is. Yao Ming is the top executive of the Chinese Basketball Association. It's become a real conversation. The NBA is not the first one to do it, but so many uh, American and Western democratic uh, entities or entities that exist you know, in that world are willing to bend over backwards to keep China happy because it's a market of two billion or more people. Mm-hmm. There's billions of dollars. It's all mm-hmm. about it's all about dollars or or green yuan. Green covers red. Um, and in the uh, the wake of this, the NBA doesn't seem to know which one they want to do. I mean, they want to say. Hey, we're for democracy, but China, we, we, we really love you too. Money. We love you as well, right? So, I guess you you would consider it being between a rock and a hard place. Except one of the one of the either the rock or the hard place yeah, is democracy. Between a, stuck between a dollar bill and, a, and freedom. Yeah. Uh, so it might be a tough position for you, but I think the choice is pretty clear here. And when I heard about all the all the bowing and scraping and bending over backwards that uh, the NBA is willing to do to keep China happy, I assumed we must be talking about billions and billions of dollars. So the Houston Rockets, it says, could lose ten million to twenty five million over their dispute with China. That sounds like peanuts to me, you know. 
I'm not saying it would be okay to to sell out democracy and like you're not putting a price on it. I'm not putting a price on it, but I thought the price would be higher (laughs) that we're talking about. So you're going to lose ten million Mm dollars. So what? If I if I knew you would stand up, you know, to China and be pro democracy, I'd go out and buy a jersey, (laughs) you know, that I normally wouldn't buy. That's it. Ten to twenty five million dollars is enough to make you question whether you should be pro uh, democracy pro democratic protest or not I accept that you could be bought I just am offended that you could be bought for what sounds like so little I guess yeah just the TV deals for the NBA is it's estimated at 24 billion dollars that's the that's all of their interest. Sure, they see it as a potential market, so they're seeing it as the TV deals. You've got individuals like LeBron James who have sponsorship deals. Well, guess what? They're going to get a lot more money if they're, the products they sponsor are being sold in China. I get that there's a lot of financial motivation, but at some point, if you got to take orders from a repressive totalitarian government... Just remember which side of the bread is buttered for you. You know, it's not in China. It's it's here. Well, yeah, that's... How much did you say that they would lose in China? What was the amount? 10 to 25 million. For that's the Houston 10. Rocket, the team that kind of started. So, yeah, this. so that's... That is such a small... Um, like, just nothing. It's nothing. You pay $10 to, million to guys that don't even get off the bench that often. Yeah. <laughs> NBA contracts are gigantic now. There are guys, there there are scrubs that sit on the bench that make more money than some of the top NFL players do. I, I guess I'm expecting the NBA to say to China, look, we we want you as customers of our product, but we are American and we're pro-America, we're pro-democracy, we're pro-human rights, and we're not going to tell any of our people they got to shut up if they want to say something that's pro-democratic or, you know, Pro Hong Kong protesters or whatever, they're talking about how much uh, Hollywood will go through hoop, jump through hoops to please China. There are a couple of examples that come to mind. One of them's worse than the other. So they did a remake of Red Dawn a few years ago. It was not okay. a good movie. In the original Red Dawn, it was the Russians and the Cubans. Well, you know, we're not really in danger of the Russians invading us. When this movie came out, maybe 2010, so they were going to make it the Chinese, and that's how they wrote the script. Well, guess what? China wasn't happy. China with that. was not having it. So they changed the script. Do you remember who it was? That I think it was big, North Korea. Wasn't it was it? North Korea, which is insane—the <laughs> idea that North Korea would launch an invasion of the—I mean, <laughs> the whole premise is kind of silly. Mm-hmm. But that China basically said you can't make us the villains in your movie oh there's Mm -hmm. a crazy death in that movie though man you just want me to spoil it yeah Chris Hemsworth you know he was in that remake Mm -hmm. yeah before he was and it's it's super random too because I think he was like the Patrick Swayze character yeah it it was one of those kind of sneaky deaths where they're just I think I believe they're just like running in a stairwell and right when everything seems to calm down bam Hemsworth gonzo it was silly because in the movie, the Chinese, uh, not Chinese, excuse me, the North Koreans, it was going to be Chinese. The North Korean soldiers are menacing and large. The truth is most of the North Korean soldiers 
would be a foot taller, a foot shorter than us because they're malnourished. The entire country is malnourished. So the, that there's a height discrepancy between North and South Korea. Anyway, we changed it to keep our Chinese overlords happy. Now, another one that's not as bad uh, in Age of Ultron. Do you remember there was a whole scene where they had to go and find this lady Chinese doctor and uh, Ultron went and had her do work, but she also helped the Avengers. Do you even remember that plot point? Uh, very, not very really, because little. it was so non-central. It seemed like something that was Jack just tacked on, right? Because mm-hmm. Chinese wanted, hey, we want to have a heroic Chinese character that's on the right side of things. So they just wrote in this whole scene. Remember, Ultron goes, and I forget what the deal is. That was just an example of. You know, they'll really like it if we put a positive uh, Chinese character. I think the Martian, and like I say, that's not big. You know, you put somebody in a positive light, it's not the end of the world. You know, you can say a Chinese scientist is an important job to do. I don't have any problem with that. Do you remember in uh, The Martian with Matt Damon? Great movie. Do you remember the Chinese were key in helping us get Get him back. Get him back from Mars is like the Chinese really stepped up in a big way. Well, you know why? They wanted it in there. They they wanted it in there. I don't know. It might have been in the book. I didn't read the book. <laughs> 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 I mean, it could have been in the book. Anyway, South Park uh, addressed this. South Park has been running some episodes that are very critical of this very issue. Uh, that is how... Uh, China kind of pulls the strings. If Daryl Morey really wants to step up his game, you know what he should do? Hmm. He should rename for one game the Houston Rockets to the Houston Winnie the Poohs. <laughs> Boy, that'd be amazing. Uh-huh. Winnie the Pooh is outlawed in China because somebody, some Chinese student made a comparison that Winnie the Pooh looks like President Xi. Yeah. And that was in the South Park episode where Winnie the Pooh and, and Piglet goes, are nope. in So just to set this up, Randy has gone into the marijuana business in Colorado. He's Tegrity. growing Tegrity, Tegrity weed. Okay. He wanted to get into the Chinese market, so he went over to China and uh, strangled uh, Winnie the Pooh to death. You know what scene to, it was mimicking, to please the you? Chinese. Hmm? You know what scene it was mimicking, don't you? Uh, which one? I believe it was uh, the, the scene where he's strangling Winnie the Pooh. I, I don't know. Was it, is it uh, No Country for Old Men, I think? Okay. I've got a video I'll send you because it, they did it almost shot for shot, mimicking. Like, even when he's laying on his back and he just, like, stares right at the camera. Oh, that's uh, Javier Bardem. Yep. So, anyway, this is the thing. Oh, Tally's in business with Randy Marsh, and Randy Marsh has been cutting deals with, with big companies and commercial interest and, and the Chinese. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We have a lot coming up today on the show. Jim Ward, one of the founding members of At The Drive-In, and uh, Sparta is going to come by. They're having a concert downtown which is going to be uh, outside of Union Plaza, right next to, how's the best way to describe this? Rocket Buster Boots, I think, is still there. It's, uh, Yeah, you still have uh, Tablas in that area. You also, it's where they have the downtown farmer's market every Saturday. Oh, it's where we have the Bacon Fest. Yeah. 
the I last told time Steve, we had Steve, are you coming on the show? Yeah, 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 I am. And then he walked to his office. I'm like, that's not that's, that's not that's coming on not the show. That's the right something way. else. Yeah. yeah, you're doing it the wrong way. Yeah, I was All like, right. that's the wrong way. Oh, guess what? He got bumped because now Ver- yeah. uh, Veronica's here. Veronica here. wins. Hi, Veronica. Good morning. We were going to go to Kaplowitz, but you got here first. Mm-hmm. I told him, I was like, are you coming on the show? And he walked the other direction. I was like, All right. I told him, I'm going to beat you there. <laughs> this is Veronica. Hold on. I'll get it. Mm-hmm. One of the many. Hernandez? I know. Are I, you Hernandez? I didn't know three Veronicas in my lifetime until I, <laughs> I work in the same building. <laughs> you ask you to. Are you, and now we have sales are events. Are you Hernandez? Yes. Okay, good. Otherwise known as Big Veronica. Remember you pointed that out last That's time. so silly. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about a lot of our stuff going on in the month of October with Big mm-hmm. Veronica. We are. Let's talk about Haunted House. We're going to be open tonight. So it is open Thursday. We're already expanding our time. Yes, yes. So we are super excited. October is one of the funnest um, months for events and super crazy. Um, But the Haunted House is open now Thursday through Sunday. And we have a few things going on that I wanted to tell you all about. Yeah, tell me. Um, So we have $5 off today uh, with any school ID thanks to Western Tech. It doesn't have to be high school or a certain college or anything like that. Just any school ID. Bring it by and you get $5 off the admission price. And I got to tell you, if you've never been to our haunted house, first of all, it's awesome. It's the best one in town. And second, um, it gets crazy on Fridays and Saturdays. So if you have time to come on a Thursday or even a Sunday, because we do also have a Sunday discount, $5 off with your jersey, no matter what loser team you're going for, um, <laughs> you can go ahead and get a discount as well. So um, come on either Thursday or Friday if you have the opportunity to, because the lines are a lot slower, a lot less. Um, Wait, you mean Thursday and Sunday? Sunday, excuse me. Yes, yeah. Thursday and Sunday. Friday and Saturday, there's, are crazy. there's a big crowd. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong; it's super fun. We have so many things going on out there. Yeah, anyway, the line doesn't. The line doesn't last. Quick. Yeah, it goes, by, it goes by so quick. They have a fast pass option. They do, <laughs> so you can get all um, of the information for tickets that you can pre-purchase and things like that at thehauntedhousesofterror.com. You can also go to klq.com, of course, and then lead your way in there because we have all of the promotions and discounts listed. If you donate blood, you can also get a free ticket. So thanks to Las Palmas, go to any Vitalent location in town and you can get a free ticket for the haunted house while supplies last. All right. Um, now, do you know uh, next week, are we going to be open Thursday through Sunday or is it going to be expanded starting next week? So next week is also Thursday. Well, I should say, let me double check my calendar. While you're checking, you wrong. Steve, I've never seen you at the haunted house. Are you a security <laughs> cat or what? No, actually. Uh, do you like haunted you houses that. and stuff? Do you like being scared? I've been to the haunted house over the years. I've probably been about five, six, seven different times oh, have over you? the years. Yes. So <laughs> as, as my son gets older and really starts to get into that kind of stuff, we'll probably be living there. But as of now, it's just not there yet. Now, when you guys want to do the wrestling house, then Steve's <laughs> son will be all about it. Or if you take the band Kiss and turn them into ghosts and, and, and spooky characters, my son will probably be really digging that in a big way. Mm-hmm. We got a theme this year. It's Carnival, so it's yep. kind of like a demented, clown, scary uh, carnival. Uh, right. With clowns and freak shows. Yes, and just it's a bunch awesome. Of crazy stuff. It's open uh, at 1840 Lee Trevino. That's Suite 205. Somebody told me that it's what used to be Graham, Graham Central, Central Station. Station. Yeah, it's a old Graham Central Station. You can really go to the corner of Traywood and Lee Trevino. That place and you'll is find haunted it. because think of all the spirits <laughs> that were there when it was a bar. <laughs> Do you, do you get it? I do get it. Steve, do you get it? I have yes. That's why would it. there be spirits there? <laughs> 
explain the joke explain to me. Jesus, because it's alcohol. Yeah, that's right. Spirits. <laughs> you know, I, and I have really good memories at Grand Central Station back in the day. We got to go back about 25 years ago when that yeah. place was rocking, but it was it's fun. It's rocking now. There you go. Now. That's right. Rocking with spooky things. <laughs> uh, so sorry, I had to ch- check my calendar. So yeah, next week is Thursday through Sunday as well. But the following week, we open on Thursday and go th- straight through Halloween. Uh, so that's when we go like the whole week long. So next weekend, also Thursday through Sunday. And then the following weekend, Thursday through Halloween. Should be so exciting. So All right. Nice. To review, $5 off today yes. for any school ID. Sponsored by Western Tech. Yes. I mean, the school ID can be for any school. For any school, but yes. Western Tech is sponsoring it. Yes. $5 off on Sunday if you wear your favorite team's jersey. Correct. Okay. All right. College and pro? It doesn't or high matter. school? It doesn't matter. You bring your high school ID, too. That's I mean, your high school jersey, too. That's awesome. How about, uh, are we doing pumpkin patches here? Uh, we are doing a corn maze this year. We're doing a corn maze. Yeah, so we are partnering with the El Paso Corn Maze out at East Lake, and it is super exciting. The address for oh, that... Oh, I drove past that yesterday. By East Lake? Yeah, I did. What'd you go do over there? I had to go to community college. Oh, there you go. I to- love that all of us, Buzz goes, I don't know, oh, where, and we're like, what the, the five mile radius of his house. Like, did you get lost? <laughs> Is it open Someone yet? Because the corn doesn't look high enough. He's starting to do that old man thing. Is where it, it open? Yeah, it is. just keeps driving. Right? <laughs> I mean, from the road, it looked like I could see right over the top of the corn stalks. No, Does it, it need is. to grow some more? No, no, no. It's totally open. Uh, it opened actually last weekend, and it's at 1100 Nuevo Waco Tanks Boulevard. Um, so it's out off of East Lake Road. Um, it's open on Saturday and Sunday. So this is obviously our family take on Halloween and all the cool stuff going on during uh, October. So it's from 1 to 6 on Saturday and Sunday. So many things that you can do. It's 1095 uh, plus tax for 12 and up. But if you're military, teachers or seniors, you do get a discount. Ages, of course, for infants, it's free, 0 to 2. And then 3 to 11, it's 8.95. So it, a lot of stuff going on there. It's not just a corn maze. There's a pumpkin patch, a pumpkin train, duck race a double cow train and then they have different um, mazes themselves like one for adults and one for slightly younger so definitely family friendly make sure you go out and check that out is that the one that goes I'll pass us corn maze pumpkin patch and more well the song says it has a pumpkin patch and more hey is that your voice in that commercial (laughs) no it's not I know it sounds like me but it's not oh that's what I thought it was I wish I'm very mousy on spots. And on <laughs> How about, do you want to talk parade yet? Or are you yeah, holding yeah, off parade. talk about parade? So our 34th annual parade. So exciting. What are you guys going to be this year? Let me tell you. Lisa sucks. <laughs> what? I got her the okay. coolest costume. Hey, she's like, I'm not wearing it. it. I'm I not going to wear it. You. I'll be the judge of that. I told you, you she cool. wasn't going to wear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I thought she'd... Whatever, at least I'll be at the parade. <laughs> I'll be there. Here, I'll show you and maybe... You go ahead and tell me the details of the parade. I just have to bring up my You realize Amazon that there's account. a camera on you. Like. Yeah, if people want to see, you know, that's one of the advantages of being in our Facebook. You might you might see something that everybody else doesn't get to see. Oh, my goodness. I don't uh, know about go that. to your part because you bought it already. <laughs> so, okay, so I bought it already, Lisa. Sucks I for you. I told you she wasn't going. He didn't Here's even the- ask me my size. I'm like, are you? Exactly. I was like, all right. We'll, we'll take it up, let it out, whatever. We can do it. You weren't here. No, I'm Joanna was here, see. and I told you I'll know what she'll put, what she'll wear. Yeah, it's true. And you uh, didn't listen. What would I? Oh, my orders. I'm you didn't go trust over. Joanna. You did not, Steve. Why? Not. After all these years, what the hell's wrong with you? Why didn't you trust Joanna? Whatever, dude. Because last year Joanna had an idea for the costume. He said no. Then. 
two weeks before the parade, he goes, hey, what do you guys think about Hocus Pocus? Look, so <laughs> this is what Lisa's going to be. No. Good thank Lord. You. No, no, no. Thank you. Listen, I got to tell you. Yeah. Thank Look, you. Why are you doing it? What are you doing that? That's, that's, that's wrong. I, I complained be- last year about wearing a wig and how uncomfortable it was. The heck do you think I'm going to put that on? I told him, I was like, well, then. Burlap mask? You know how itchy that's going to be? Yeah. I told him, nobody should be wearing masks. It's going to be hot. It doesn't matter, guys. It's Halloween. You sacrifice for the greater good of Halloween. Mm-hmm. What mask are you wearing? I, I'm going to be in full face paint. I mean, not to give away but the But you know what? His scene. face is, uh, like, visible. He's not wearing a mask. Right. Yeah, but it's still going to be covered in gunk. Whatever. All I told him was, I'm like, you're not allowed to complain because once I get off that float that is coming off, it is not going back on. Most likely, we'll be thrown in the middle of the road. So, kids, if you no, want a no, mask, no, no, no. listen to me. Right Lisa, after Lisa, the parade, and costume. you get to, yeah, it's a free costume Lisa, for a child. Listen to me, you drama queen. Listen, no, no, I'm not wearing people it. People want to take pictures with us <laughs> afterward. That's something people look forward to. They want to take pictures, and we got all these pictures last year. We went as the Sanderson sisters from uh, Hocus Pocus. I remember the cleavage. And it's a picture. Yours particularly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's a picture, but our, our Sarah Sanderson has her wig off. It's Lisa. And she doesn't have the blonde wig on. And people, we, all these pictures are out there. Look, you got to commit to it. Children, if you would like a full-on costume, it'll be available right after the Halloween parade. You could dress up. You know what? The, oh, never mind. I have a great idea. I'm just going to pay someone, give them the costume, and they have to stand <laughs> next go. to Buzz. I'm never going to... Yeah, they, the rules are you don't speak. You just stand there and take pictures with Buzz. The costume is yours. It is the always a battle. The costume is $50. It is worth $50. And you, uh, it's uh, shipping and handling, so you're going to get a free free $50 costume. Your only job it's stand next to Buzz for photos. because Lisa does not respect Halloween. It's not that I, I don't. would do anything I to make a great Halloween costume. Exactly. Thank you. I told you. Joanna, Steve, Veronica, they all they all say the Lisa's same thing. Cr- so this no, is you. Le- let's find out what Brandon thinks. What's that? <laughs> that Lisa doesn't yeah. get into the thing and it's like she only wants to wear a costume if it's cute and light? No, you just come up with stupid ideas. Like this is so, like, we were going down a really good path. I found you a good light, a costume. No, that was like for a, that for that, and you were like, no, that's gonna be creepy. It's See, gonna that's be scary. Thing. He I comes up with these ideas and goes, you know what we need? Blood and gore. And then Why? Brandon, because it's Halloween, yes, blood and Lisa, gore. Yesterday, Brandon goes, I thought you said it was going to be steampunk. And then Buzz is like, it's not going to be entirely. He goes, no, he goes, that's just the general direction we're going. Yeah. Now listen, okay. One that, that is nowhere on. near steampunk. One year, <laughs> one year, Cody Decker was the uh, parade. Um, Grand Marshal. Grand Marshal. Yeah. And he dressed up this is what as Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph. That's awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. It was a great costume. He looked terrific. But the point is, it wasn't scary. He dressed up as Wreck-It Ralph. So why do you have to, does it always have to be scary for No, the also, best is, it's not going to look like what are you like looking what at? That's, that's going to be, Nico Nico's going to wear that. That's what Brandon would have Do you even been. know what that is? No. Exactly. It makes no it's sense. It's like an anatomy book or something. They're not going to guess no what idea. we are. The Silver Surfer? I mean, it makes no sense. That's me, but by the time I'm done goring it up, it's going to look a lot different. Don't gore it up. Oh, we're goring it up. Can that you is just so show stupid. them the option before you got that one? Why don't you dress up as all the... You know what that character reminds me of? You should dress up as everybody from The Wiz. Yeah, see, that's, that's what, what it reminds Brandon me of. said yesterday. That's exactly what it looks like. So... Anyway... The parade. I... I <laughs> 
Lisa, if you want to see the morning show argue, feel free to head on over I, to the Halloween parade. I never half-ass Halloween. I use the full ass. Whatever, I'm dude. 100% Whatever. Ass. The year that we did wrestlers, yep. that was a great costume, wasn't it, Steve? That was terrific. Sucks. That was that terrific. Was the, that was listen, that was, the, that was the lamest one we've ever you know, done. No, 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 we should no, ask no, no, was serial killer. Let me tell you what the lamest oh, yeah, one no, was. No, that was pretty. What is the lamest one, My costume wasn't even here for the serial killer. 23 years ago, we dressed up as the village people. That's a great one. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Buzz? Veronica, you want to know what my idea was? Was for us to be Disney princes and princesses, but they get to be the princesses. With like the gender we swap. Yes. Yeah, Do so it. he was going to be Belle. I was right. going to be the Beast. Brandon, I, I, well, it's up to you. You wouldn't you have been, been the Beast. Sleeping oh, Beauty. Because yeah, you wouldn't been. have put anything on your face to be the Beast. Well, I'd be, it was my idea, so I'd have been fine with it. <laughs> so you're saying you would you would get into it as long as it was your idea. No, I'm right. saying that I would get into it if it was a good idea. This, if you, because what I was supposed to be what he is. Let's ask Veronica. I'm so yeah, now. That, I thought on. I knew what you were doing. Veronica, well, you do can you know be that. what that is supposed to be? No. Exactly. Exactly. No one's going to know. No one's going to get it. And it's not a fun idea if nobody People gets it. People are totally going to get it, you I drips. Think, I think if you put the group together, people you have will to pick up on there. what it is. Yeah, you have to put Joanna in there. All right, here's Joanna's. Isn't that cute? <laughs> She's normal. Right. She gets no, to be normal. We're going to bloody that up. <laughs> Half of her face out. is yeah. going to be missing. Oh, my God. An eyeball is going to be hanging I, out. I, I can he do makes that. Some sense. Yeah. See, Joanna whole ass yeah. is it, too. But what else, dude? Hey, <laughs> Joanna and I, and Brandon, and I got to get Brandon. We are full ass people. That is why Lisa I told you. is an eighth ass person when it comes I, to Halloween. No, yeah, but I, forget I told about this you. one. I'm a no ass guy because I won't even be there. Yeah, exactly. Brandon's not even going to be there. Brandon's not going to be there, and that's why he did. Didn't Wait, listen I'm, to Joanna, who's going to be there. I'm pissed that I'm not going to be there because this was a good idea. Thank you, Brandon. It Thank was, you. It was, I, hold on. Easy. It was, it was Joanna's idea. Joanna's idea. <laughs> it was Joanna's idea, and you said no, and then all of a sudden we went to a meeting. He goes, all right, guys, I got an idea. Well, I realized it was are. an anniversary of this. That so happens it makes often here. Joanna brought that up when she originally thought of the idea. <laughs> yeah, and we when, said that then. We was like, give it about a month. He's going to then come back and a, pitch and it. And it totally happened. Let me tell you. We're talking about our Halloween costumes for the Halloween parade. We need to have Joanna in charge. Like, officially, Joanna needs to be one in charge when of all of Joanna brought I it up, knew. it was a good idea. But when I brought it up, it was a great idea. Jeez. And oh, my God. <laughs> So that that's Joanna's costume, but except super gory, that's and she gets into I told, it. But, oh. I get into it too. That's why I told you I know what Lisa will wear, and I know what will look good for this whole. And you ensemble. picked out like, oh, that's the lamest thing we could possibly do, and that's what you picked out for Lisa, right? No, I oh, I picked it. out a really good. I'll show you what I picked out for Lisa. It was and kind of Veronica likes. It. Yeah, why did you guys swap anyway? You, we like, can swap back. I'm done. I'll pick my own costume no, out. No, but I've already <laughs> ordered the costumes. Look at that. You 59, can, but we have a budget? Yeah, but you can also call them and cancel the I've order. I've never you canceled an order. That. Or you can return for free. Yeah, are yeah. You, yeah that's also an Dogs. option. Holes. Exactly. Holes is, is an Amazon return. Oh, uh, yes, place, thank so you. you I, forgot, I was like, oh, nice. Right. Yeah. No, you know what? You pick the costume out. I'm wearing it. But like I said, once I get off that float, you don't have Lisa. Lisa, I am so excited about that now. You know what? Actually, keep the costume. I'm wearing it. Have you ever, in all the years you've worked at this radio show, and the mask? Sure. Whoever's in my costume will wear the mask. 
Other than wrestling. I would love to replace you with somebody. Not Watch on the show, it. Lisa. <laughs> as we had a meeting and Buzz goes, I try and do as little work as possible. And you know who Lisa would, picks it you up. You know who would be, be honored and thrilled to take your place? What? Steve. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, I was in the middle of the drinking my coffee when you said that. I was like, oh. listen, I'm on the air, unfortunately, so I will be uh, I will be live at, at Speaking Rock while the parade is ongoing. So that's kind of my Thursday. Steve barely wants to hang out with you for two segments uh, at the end of the show. <laughs> Steve sits here like, oh, I gotta go. I'm gonna go get coffee. If I have to sit with him, I'm getting coffee. Pretty much, Lisa says you're going the wrong direction. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going to pick up my coffee. So we'll be good to go. Okay, listen. Steve in his crack. I told him Hol- to come try ours. I heard you have good coffee. Carnival Haunted House is open tonight, starting <laughs> yeah. at seven o'clock. It's open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and on Friday and Saturday it stays open till midnight. Correct. Yes. We're so, gonna have ex- extended hours the closer we get to. That is right. Way. So make sure you go to kaylakey.com to check that all out. Now let me tell you about the parade because we didn't talk about it. This is this is a free oh, yeah, thing. You can. You, we didn't. We're all arguing, and you, can't, you didn't even tell anyone to come and see it. Yeah, so, come see it live. Apparently, free costume. Thanks to One Source Show Federal on Credit Union, this is free for all. Anyone can enter a float, a business, a family. You can also walk in the parade, and there's also a costume contest. Uh, thanks to Jack in the Box, they're sponsoring it as well. But go to KayleyQ.com and check out all the information. Get the application. It starts at 3:30, so right after school, bring the kids out. We have thousands of people out there. It is super fun. And exciting! They all come to see Buzz's dumb ideas for costumes. This is this is Joanna's dumb idea. Oh, now it's my now it's your idea. It was a good idea until he goes. Picture this: zombie and steampunk. Like, what? <laughs> I didn't. I never said zombie. You I said, said no. You steampunk. said zombie. You said zombie in the I beginning. Think it was a joke. I don't. Start I don't recording think he meant him. That to be serious. We're gonna start recording everything, Joanna. We're taking notes during the meetings. Yeah. It's gonna be Whatever. minutes from 10 a.m. to about 10:45 about the staple and water bottles for guests. If Lisa had her way, she'd be on the float <laughs> in her regular clothes, First of just all, waving. If Lisa had her way, she, she wouldn't, wouldn't be even there. Be there. <laughs> she wouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> she would be at home handing out top ramen the way Joanna and I meant it to be. All right, is so this what doing. you wanted to accomplish? Is this it what is. you had in a mind? a whole month of so much fun and events. We will see you out at everything. Thank okay. you. All right, thank Appreciate you. It. All right, we'll come back. Uh, Steve Kaplow is going to talk sports with us. Really? We've also got Jim yeah. Ward coming by. No, we're, we He's are. So bored. You were going to go first, but she she showed I up first. first. Let me tell you right. something. Veronica deserves <laughs> the opportunity for always. Uh, she she can always have the mic before me. Okay. Always. Go. A true gentleman. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We've got more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Coming up later this hour, Jim Ward, founding member of At the Drive-In at Sparta, is going to be coming by. they got a concert happening Saturday downtown, so Jim Ward's going to come by. One of my favorites. El Paso Community Foundation event. Jim is one of the nicest guys, and he's a huge UTEP sports fan, especially UTEP basketball fan. Okay, Jim is like Mr. El Paso. You want to talk about somebody who remembers where they came from. Like He is all about pride in El Paso and being from El Paso. So no doubt. Jim's going to drop by coming up here in just a little bit. Let's uh, go to the 10th inning here real quick. How Game five. The, uh, how about we go to the 8th inning? Because that's when... Because I don't have the clip from the 8th inning. I do. I that's, do if you want Okay, it. let's go to the 8th inning. 
You could hear the fans moaning when that last ball was hit by Juan Soto off Clayton Kershaw. That is, the Dodgers had a two-run lead going into the eighth inning, and those two home runs is what tied the game at three, and then, Buzz, it takes us to the tenth inning. Do you hear that guy that said, wow? That was Jeff Francor, the uh, former Chihuahua who played here in the uh, 2014 season. So he is now in the booth with Ernie Johnson for TBS's coverage of baseball. Is is he the one they pranked into thinking yes. somebody was deaf for an entire season? That he was, was a victim of a of a uh, a Cody prank. Yes, one of the great Cody pranks of all time in Jeff's ears. Well, so um, this is really interesting because the Dodgers won a whole bunch of games, and everybody thought the Dodgers were going to be a real force in this. They thought the Dodgers were going to wrap it up. 106 regular season wins, and ultimately everybody thought that this was their year to win the champion, the world championship, at least the, the uh, NL pennant for the third straight year. And unfortunately, Buzz, things just did not work out the way they planned yesterday. And you really could put the blame on Dave Roberts, the manager of the Dodgers, because you know, we know he had a shaky bullpen, but Clayton Kershaw never should have been out there in the in the game, let alone the eighth inning, and and that was kind of the the beginning of the end for Los Angeles in this one. Clayton uh, Kershaw sounded really sad after the game was over. He sounded really deflated and let down. They put him in a bad position. I mean, here's the thing: he comes in in the seventh. Okay, there was two outs, runners on, and he was relieving Walker Bueller, who pitched a beautiful game, and he ends up striking out uh, on three pitches. A Nationals batter to get out of the inning looked beautiful, and instead of just taking him out after that, they brought him back in in the eighth and those two home run clips that Brandon played were the first two batters of the inning so he couldn't get it out and by the time he leaves it's a 3-3 game and the fans are deflated now here's what nobody heard okay ninth inning there was a runner on rookie catcher Will Smith comes up not the Will Smith. The Fresh Prince? Fresh yeah, Prince. different, different uh, Will Smith. He hits a ball was that he, he thought was gone. He hits a ball he thought was gone. He drops the bat, and it looks like it's gone, and the Nationals outfielder catches it at the wall for the out. Otherwise, it's a walk-off home run. Dodgers win 5-3. Everybody's going crazy, and the Dodgers are playing the Cardinals. But instead, the miracle that is the Washington Nationals postseason continues, and now they have a date with the Cardinals. And I want to congratulate the Cardinals because yesterday, they put 10 runs in the first inning against the Braves. 10 in the first inning. The game was how do you over get, before how, it started. How do you get out of a 10 inning deficit in the first You don't. In the first day. Well, you don't if you're the if you're the Braves. Uh, if you're the Braves, that's right. But I uh, but I'm but I'm but I appreciate that from the Cardinals because what they did was they saved everybody 8 innings and about two and a half hours of watching because the game was over after that first inning and that was it. So you knew the Cardinals were going to win. So you uh, seemed earlier this week just ready to go ahead and crown the Houston Astros. And I know. Now that's going to go to a to a game five, right? Yeah, that's a big one tonight. That's going to be the game to watch if you're a baseball fan. Would, because... you, would you reassess? I mean, are you so sure that the Astros are going to at least go ahead to the next round? Yeah, I think they're going to win. And uh, they're going to play the Yankees. I'm and not you ready. you think they'll to... beat the Yankees for the World Series? You're still standing by that? <sighs> I do. Well, then again, the Astros could be suffering from Dodgers syndrome. It's possible. Teams that you're ready to crown and, you know, in the playoffs, anything's possible. Um, The Rays have been amazing these last two games. They really have. And, you know, they're putting a young pitcher on the mound today, Tyler Glasnow, who they got from the Pirates, and anything's possible. But I still like Garrett Cole and uh, and the Astros in a a decisive, you know, winner-take-all game. I really want to talk Thursday night football because the Patriots are playing tonight. Yeah, but look at that. Patriots are undefeated. 
Playing they're, the playing the, they're playing the Giants. Playing they might Daniel not have Jones. a single wide receiver healthy. No, you could be playing wide out for the Giants yeah. right now. No, you should no, be. the Patriots. Oh, Patriots? Because well, the they're not going to have anybody. Too. Gordon's questionable. Um, Edelman's questionable. Uh, Philip Dorsett is out. So who is their number one receiver right now? Um, you'd probably ta- probably Jacoby Myers. All right, that's good enough. They'll run the ball. They'll give the ball to Sony Michelle. Rex Burkhead is out as well. Yeah. They'll give the ball to Sony Michelle, and they also have James White. That's true. That dude's a ball. They'll be they'll be fine, and they have Brett, and they have Tom Brady. If there's ever a quarterback that can turn a nobody into a somebody each week, it's Tommy Terrific. He can do it. So, and it's the Giants. It's not like they're playing the Chiefs or they're playing, you know, even the Colts. It's not happening. It's going to be a, it's going to be tough to watch. Is Brady 40 yet? Oh, he's over. He's 42. He's he's 42. He's older than Eli, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Eli's like you think of Eli, Eli as, was a part of the 04 draft. You think of Eli Manning as a creaky old man, but he is how many years younger than Tom Brady? But here's the problem. I'm starting to think there's something to that crazy diet regimen that Tom Tom does that he's talking about. I mean, it sounds TB like Hocus Pocus to me. It's TB12, man. It's all about anti-aging. And Tom Brady is reversing the aging process. Like it's All of amazing. that sounds like a scam, but then I watch a Patriots game and I'm like, maybe it works. Yeah, but you got to realize something, okay? Number one, he doesn't get hit like, like uh, some quarterbacks like Eli Manning's just gotten his brains beaten in over the last few years that offensive line didn't protect him he got killed Tom Brady doesn't get destroyed very often so for the most part he always has a good line to protect him he gets rid of the ball fast he's got a good running game I mean there's reasons why Brady is still playing at this level at this age because he his body hasn't taken the abuse that some of the other quarterbacks have Steve, I want to know if there are any good matchups in college football that could affect the top 10 this weekend. You, you, you're setting me up. You know exactly which game you're talking about. <laughs> yes, Texas OU. It's the annual Red River Shootout. We were there a couple years ago together at the State Fair of Texas. What a game this is going to be. I'm looking forward to it. And you know what else? I started looking at this game. I don't just count that as a win, even though everybody else that does, because it's OU Texas and Not weird things that. can happen. Let me tell you something, all right? This is the better, this is the better point to bring of up. Of course, here. if Oklahoma was in to play an away game every oh, season God. for the OU Texas it's, it's game. It's an away game for the Longhorns. They're it's not, not an away st- game. You're playing in the. You're playing in Texas. They don't play. They don't play in the stadium. It doesn't once matter. A year. Oh, get okay. out of here! The, then the if it doesn't make any half- difference, have the game for the next eighty years in the largest city in Oklahoma instead of the largest city in Texas. I mean, if it doesn't make any difference, and if there's no uh, home field advantage, you guys wouldn't have any problem doing that. You're already making excuses. You're already doing it. Uh, so let, me, let me say this, by the way. But Texas the, is just outside top 10 right now, right? Yep. 11, 12, something like that. Oklahoma 6? Six. 6. Are there any other, besides that one, are there any other matchups? LSU, Florida? That's a oh, huge yeah. okay. game. That is huge. And that's at the Swamp in Baton Rouge. That's going to be big. The Swamp isn't in Baton Rouge. The Swamp is in Gainesville. I thought, what, what? No, it's Death Valley. Is that what yeah. they call it? Death Valley. <laughs> yeah, the Swamp Wait a minute. is where the, the Florida Swamp, is. But, the but there's two Death Valleys. There's a Death Valley where I think... Penn where, State. No, no, that. no. I thought that's Happy Valley. That's Happy Valley. I thought there's a... Is, is Death Valley also Clemson as well as um, LSU? I believe so. There is two Death Valleys. That's what it is. So, sorry about that. And you do have Alabama taking on Texas A&M. It's number one versus number 24. In College Station? Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, see what, 21, that 24? <laughs> number one versus number twenty-four. Oh, have, number one versus. Yeah, 24. you've got Penn State taking on Iowa. That's number ten versus number seventeen. But obviously, the biggest one is Florida LSU. Number and, seven versus number five. And Texas yeah. OU, the biggest party of the uh, of the weekend. By the way. OU hasn't played anybody this year. Have you looked at their schedule? They really have not been tested this year I, like the Longhorns have. Yeah, I'll give you that. And looking at their schedule, other than the Longhorns, they don't I don't any. see them being tested for the rest of the season no, either. They're, not really. Their non-conference schedule was not nearly what well, um, Texas has been. But that's just because LSU was a, on the schedule. Arguably the only game, game for Oklahoma. Right. I mean, this is the only got, game that they aren't favored by two touchdowns going You got West Virginia, Kansas State, Iowa State, Baylor currently ranked at number 22, then Texas Christian and Oklahoma State, and that's it. Here, I just recorded some audio from my my family reunion last year, which was on Texas Oklahoma weekend. They always coincide. My family uh, reunion is always OU Texas weekend. Yeah. And some of the family goes down to the game, but most of us go out to the lake. By the way, Texas, obviously being in the Big 12, they have pretty much the identical schedule. So there's this is it for both these teams. Because yeah. you've got Kansas, Texas Christian, uh, or T- TCU, Kansas State, Iowa State, Baylor, and Texas Tech. And that's it for Texas for the rest of the year. Yeah, winner of this game really has the inside track to uh, the Big 12 championship. I'll give you 24 hours. Come up with a bet that you want to do just to make the game more fun. A bet on OU Texas. Rooting for your team is not enough. You'd have to have money on it or some kind of interesting no, bet. No, no, no. It's a it's a, one of the things I look forward to all year I'm long. Sure, but it's more fun with you if we put something on it. I mean, you've already done enough to me over the years with this thing. Brand, Brandon, but, you want to come up? I, <laughs> you remember, you, I, I you burned your diploma. Mm-hmm. I, Steve yeah. let me burn his college diploma from UT. One lit year. that up one and almost two years set ago. the building on fire in the process of doing. It. Actually, Brandon lit it. Brandon's you? twisted. He'll come up with something real good. You want to come up with a good one? Sure. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm in. <laughs> not doing a hair bet. That's what? the one you've always wanted. Was the hair bet? You don't want to shave OU in the back of your head? I don't want to shave my head. Period. How about a tattoo? No, 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 probably no, won't. No, 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 how about back. a tattoo bet? The day after Yom Kippur. <laughs> you want to do, do a tattoo bit? That's, Can you that's imagine me getting a new, Longhorn yeah. tattoo on my shoulder blade? That would instance? be that would be starting off the new year right. That really would. Be. That'd be perfect. <laughs> All right, thanks, Steve. All right, guys. L- let's take a break. Jim Ward's coming up. More of the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Jim Ward, right. who is a founding member of At the Drive In Sparta is here with us. and Thanks uh, for Jim, having me. You're a board stuff. member with El Paso Community Foundation. Yeah, yeah, I'm on my third Over there year. with Eric Pearson mm-hmm. and those guys. Yep. All right, uh, so this is the... I wrote a blog, in fact. You can go to klaq.com, so I think this is the second year. This is the second this. one, yeah. And it's the El Paso Forever Benefit concert. Yep. yep. Okay, so tell me, first of all, about the, t- the, the bands that are coming and who everybody can see all in one night. So the headliner is Cold War Kids, and they've been generous with their time and uh, we just got one date on their tour and yeah. they know it's a benefit so we got them super a, cool band super, super good dudes you know, yeah super good band we had them at tricky falls in 2013 um yeah they're great great band um put on a great show and if i were a music critic which i'm not i would say i would call them indie darlings but i don't know why music critics like I, to say things like that <laughs> because in our world of indie rock it's pretty rare that you get too far above the you know, into the mainstream, and they, yeah. they've done a good job of getting out there and sort of keeping their credibility and, right. their, and their songwriting has stayed yeah. consistently good and improving. And you know, 
I'm really interested in seeing uh, the the young woman who is opening for Bad English. Bad Religion. Bad Religion. Yeah, sorry. Bad, <laughs> bad Religion. My bad. Yeah, she is. Um, she's been doing a, a really good job of getting out and touring and doing what you have to do uh, in order to be success. Whatever successful is, she's doing it, and I couldn't be prouder of so her. She 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 is from El Paso. She is. Yeah. And I noticed that a lot of what she does is original stuff it seems it is, like yeah. and also a lot of covers uh at least on her social media yeah. she covers almost every bad religion song yeah ever it's heard. like her favorite band in the world <laughs> and she's been opening yeah for bad she got religion. a tour with them yeah yeah that's a dream come true it huh? is it is <laughs> it is and I'm, i couldn't be prouder of her and she she does a great job she represents our community well and um so it'll be sleep spent opens and then emily davis and then Cold War Kids. Okay, so uh, Great Night of Music is Saturday. I think it starts at 8 o'clock is what I'd seen. Doors are 7. Doors yeah, are first, 7. Yeah, first band at 8. And it's outside, right? At it Union is. Plaza? It's, yeah, it's where the downtown farmer's market is, is okay. the easiest way to put it. So it's in the, it's in the parking lot on Anthony in San Francisco. Okay, all right. L- let me see if this uh, if this clicks uh, right next to Rocket Buster Boots, yep. if people know where Rocket mm-hmm. Buster Boots, yep. or if you've been to a KLAQ Bacon Fest, it's, where, <laughs> it's exactly where we had the Bacon yeah. Fest. Yeah. So I think we... we st- we're looking for a place because it's the same weekend as Chalk the Block. We had to move it from where we did it last year. Uh-huh. Um, and the idea is to just do it downtown every year, not on a specific date because we're going to try and find bands that we can fit into the schedule. So the whole idea is to raise money. We have some great partners, um, Electric Company, TFCU, uh, Rudolph have all been sort of big sponsors and, and helping us get it going. And you're looking to to make it a bigger event and more bands, or do yes. you want to keep it about this size? No, I think that we want to raise as much money as possible. So the whole thing is because of you is our fund, which is underneath the El Paso Community Foundation. And Christine and I started it as a way to Christine Joy. Yeah, okay. as a way to uh, sort of teach a, a, a younger generation about philanthropy, and we want to do it through events that they want to go to so it's not a big gala with 250 dollars tickets it's we want to do shows and we have a book tour coming through in november yeah that will be at our restaurant at eloise november 14th cynthia Connolly, who is a photographer in the dc scene uh in the in sort of the 80s so yeah. like the discord record stuff which is like the biggest part of my like the thing i love more than anything so uh she's coming through and doing a slideshow and selling her book band in dc so we're just trying to make events it's- that people want to see Jim, it sounds like maybe maybe this is like people, young younger folks, but young adults who are kind of getting into the thing where they're they're banking some some money and have right. their careers, and it's like I would like to start, you know, doing philanthropy, but I want to do it in a in a. I'm not ready to go to a stuffy formal right. And I think part, affair. part of that is that I'm Christine and I aren't necessarily comfortable going to those things. I mean, we've been to them and and we support and we give it money, et cetera. But it's not red carpet's not really my thing. Right. Um, but I do want people to understand that it's easy to give back to your community i mean obviously we've seen it in the last two months how generous this community mm-hmm. is and what a big heart we have so it's a cool time to be doing that especially right now just with everything in the world happening because i think i went to a political event and it was so cool because you saw people that are you know in their 20s and early 30s and you could tell it was their first time attending something like this and then you had the people the older donors who were and they're kind of just looking at each other really not right. knowing how to interact but yeah. you have that right now people want to figure out how how can I help? What can I do? What would I feel also comfortable with? And this is something that definitely a lot of people talk about be part uh, of. rock camp for girls. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the whole, the whole reason that this, this year's money is going to a thing that we're calling you rock, which is an inclusive 
rock or music camp for girls. It's kind of based on Girls Rock Camp, which is around the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, and other places. But sort of every city uh, caters to their own needs. So ours is it's launching next summer. It's uh, we're, we're shooting for 25 kids. Um, which will form five bands, which will write five songs, so one song each. Is it a sleepaway camp or no, a no, day no, camp? No, 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 it's a day you camp. You go during yeah. the day, yeah. something to do It'll in the It'll be a summer. day camp, but we, yeah. we, we don't have a site yet. Um, we're currently looking um, <laughs> to find five rooms and sort of a, a general room that we could use. But uh, we have a couple of women from Austin that are helping us and coming in kind of advising, and then we have uh, a woman here, Laura Valdez, who's going to be our sort of director. Um, and the idea is to, it's, it's both to, to strengthen the community and to also give sort of people that maybe wouldn't have the rock experience or chance, a chance to sort of get in and write music and, and learn instruments and have, you know, can can lead to other things. Okay, so the the money uh, that's going through the uh, El Paso community, boy, has the El Paso Community Foundation ever been Busier. Key, yeah. though, since yeah. August 3rd, you mm -hmm. know, your no. friends, boy, they, they're... Uh, coordinating and dispersing you know the funds yeah. and stuff so. within hours mm -hmm. within hours yeah, within Eric hours. sent out messages to all of us and we all started as board members working with him and he's uh, non-stop so non you've got a lot of local uh, you know really plugged into the local scene organizations the because of you fund which is also tied in with the right. El Paso community mm -hmm. fund the you rock uh, right. camp music camp mm -hmm. is, is part of that so right. tell me about where to get tickets Jim so you can get tickets at trickyfalls.com so we still own the URL even though that mm -hmm. we're not a physical location anymore <laughs> <laughs> and it was just trying to get the ticket I mean the ticket link was like eventbrite.com backslash blah 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 so I said just put it on Tricky Falls, Tricky Falls. we all know the name yeah. so mm -hmm. you can get tickets on trickyfalls.com uh, until Saturday and then you can buy tickets at the door if you uh, if you can't get them before okay and uh, you're looking at a, a, a you know plenty of people could fit in there it's outdoor venue yeah, and stuff yeah. so yep. you're not really worried about we're not worried well, about tickets running out. sell out or no 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 but we, we prefer that you get your tickets uh, before <laughs> uh, you're going to be there I assume are I you going to get on stage I, I will announce Cold War Kids and, <laughs> and I will thank everybody but um, I think that you can't you can't be the the music every year mm -hmm. and I think I'm finding my legs in a different part of this community right now and and thoroughly enjoying it and I think this is probably the next chapter of my life will be philanthropy Mm -hmm. And uh, and continuing with this community, which I love. You don't have the itch to be on the road, get out there, and I will. Uh, I will do a little bit of stuff next year. Yeah, um, but not full time. No, I think I, I feel like my place is here. Yeah, uh, Jim is a guy that that you know talks about El Paso and and, and walks it too. Because yeah, he, he, I I don't know anybody else who's hit it big in any career that has stayed more plugged into the community than Jim Ward. So yeah. thank you for that. Jim. Oh, it's it's. You know, I Aren't love you it. at Meow Wolf not too long ago? Did an acoustic set? I did it. I played acoustic maybe three years ago, and then Sparta was there last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we did about 35 shows last year with Sparta oh. and uh, working on new stuff and hopefully have fun things to talk about next year. Well, listen, <laughs> uh, Saturday, if you get your tickets in advance, that's great. But if not, just show up at the door yeah. and yeah. go to a great cause. Yeah. And you'll see Cold War Kids and a bunch of other really talented yeah. musicians. And we got Carbach will be there. So plenty, plenty of cold beer and <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> great. All right. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for All having right, me, guys. Let's uh, wrap up. We'll be back tomorrow starting at 5 a.m. We got a big show with uh, one of... One of our most divisive guests ever. I call him the Howard Cosell of our morning show mm. guest comedian, 
Greg Wilson is going to be here, <laughs> who's from El Paso, by the way. So that's coming up tomorrow on the show. Have a great Thursday, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. So long. Being involved in a car wreck can be a stressful and confusing time. The Ruman Law Firm is prepared for exactly this type of situation. Let us fight the insurance companies while you take care of the most important thing. You and your loved ones. Let Chuck and the Ruman Law Firm handle your case so you can get the monetary damages you deserve. Make 845-4LAW your first call after an accident. Chuck Ruman, the People's Injury Lawyer.